fucking arms and shit. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. We're proud to be. You happy to be back? I'm happy. Dude, to be I'm back. so happy to be back. Although it is about let's let's check the thermometer in here. What? I opened the door the bus up to try to cool it off. We like to keep it warm and toasty. It's about eighty six in here. That, that's a good temperature. Yeah, now I don't have a humidity level, but uh it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's above eighty six. <laughs> well, welcome to another show, everyone. Buddies and bottles, dog in here with sleeves. Fire that baby up. It's been a long day. <laughs> and uh, I brought us a little something. Now, I, I got off work, and uh, I went by the gas station, and I, I saw all these pounders, and I was like, oh, yeah. When's the last time you had a good pounder? Yeah, and, um, look at that. That's beautiful. And this is one I have never seen before, Yinling yeah. Golden Pilsner. Now, I'm already a Yinling fan. I do like Yinling. Actually, it's probably my preferred beer. For probably the last, I don't know, six, seven years. I don't drink beer that much anymore, but if I had to drink one. Yeah, if you, like if I'm going to go get a beer, you know. And I'm dozing in the cooler, and I see all the regulars you normally see, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. You're grabbing the Yingling. I am. It. I'm grabbing the Yingling. Yingling. But uh, before we get started, we got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Charlie's Plumbing, Dirty Dog Organics, and um, I gotta let you know too, I just read a Facebook post on there not too long ago, starting pretty soon, they're gonna start doing that cooking instructions. Oh yeah. So we'll probably be up there making that cabbage soon. Oh son. Plate to grave. Oh man, field trip, if we could only get this baby humming, the studio could come with us. We got that 1200 bucks now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag Trump. Yeah. But uh, Yingling, <laughs> taking them to the inauguration. Right at Trump train. That's right. At Trump right. bus. That's right. Hey, load up. We gonna go vote. <laughs> uh, see. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, y'all get in here. Oh. Right, let's crack this thing open here. Now, this is a Yingling Golden Pilsner. I don't know if this is new or what. I don't know. It's a 24 ounce or though, so I'm it, happy. And I'm pissed I didn't have any brown paper bags. How do you not have brown paper bags? That's what is I this asked. a Corona thing? That's what I asked her. She's like, we're out. We got trees over here. Give it a tub. Don't we recycle? Thirsty. <sighs> That's good. It's good. Oh, it's refreshing, but dude. to me, it's uh, it's definitely way closer to the Bud Light, Coors Light. Tastes kind of like that. I still get the Yinling taste, whatever that Yinling thing is. I still get it on the, on the far back of it, right? But that first part of it is all Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. Well, not Coors Light. Coors Light kind of got more distinct taste to me than any than a Tastes lot like of the Rockies. I like the Rockies too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. I I mean, I would drink this again. More than likely, though, I would go for Old Red when it came to the Yinling. Cause I, I you know, I, I got I got a regular one yeah, in here yeah. too for us. So. Oh, this ain't going to waste. Oh no, this no. ain't going to waste. This is delicious. And maybe by halfway through, I might be like, "This is my favorite beer ever." <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm well, gonna shotgun the next one. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> be in trouble then. So tonight we got to get into a little something and. uh I've been watching it on TV, and I'm just thinking to myself, this is the craziest idea I've ever heard of. And that's the old, you know, defunding the police. We're going to take money away from the police, and we're going to... Oh, oh! How about we divvy it up amongst the citizens with, uh... Yeah, just divvy it up amongst the citizens. We'll be good. I don't have to rob if I'm getting a check. You know what I mean? (laughs) The reason I'm having to rob is because you're having to pay the police there you go. to guard me from robbing. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's good. That's kind of a reverse psychology yeah. thought on there. Yeah. That if you take that money and give it to the people, they won't rob anymore. Like, what's the police budget in our town? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know either. You know, we, we could find out. It's probably a couple mil. It's It's got to be public record, right? So you take a couple mil, divide that population by... Do you start at the lower income of your community and go up? You'd have to, right? They should be the ones getting it because you're not going to have old Tom down there who manages the bank going, I'm going to do some robbing because <laughs> I don't got enough money, you know? 
Boy, my 401k really dropped a couple thousand. Yeah. Like, I'm going to stick up the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Make up for that You're like, Tom, you got a whole ass load of paper money behind you. <laughs> Why don't you just get a boat and disappear? Nah, 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 nah. Too easy. They'll know it's me. We got to go to the 7-Eleven route, guys. 7-Eleven. I got my mask on already. Go Corona. Everybody's like a little armed robber. <laughs> But what about if we all get issued guns? So we're all police. Ah, there you go. Now that's not enough. Take that money. Buy everyone. Buy a cool gun. You get to pick it out. Get to pick it out. Maybe some nunchucks. I don't know. What are you feeling you need? Sword? You get to you get to pick your weapon. Yeah. yeah. Just like the video games. Kids love video games. You know? You got your ninja stars. What, what, you, what you want to do? You got your buck knife? You got your crocodile dundee knife? Yeah, but but bad thing is there's if you're handing out nine mils to one guy and old poor Tom over there is getting the book knife. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon that one guy's yeah. gonna own that book knife. Well, you that. get to choose. It's not like we have one buck knife, one gun. Everybody just gets to pick one thing. No, you... maybe you give them a budget. Like, hey, you got four hundred dollars to spend. Whatever that police money is. Yeah, you get to spend it on whatever. But what's, what surprises me is that, you know, they're talking about, all right, let's defund the police, let's take money away, and let's start making community watch programs. Now, the neighborhood watch used to be big. Yeah. They used to have one right down here, a big sign. Now, I know they have them in the villages, but I'm thinking to myself, all right, and the places that are doing this that you're seeing is like L.A., New York, you know, places like that. What if me and you are like, hey, uh, let's sign up for this neighborhood watch? I got a good idea. <laughs> we'll get the bank district <laughs> and we'll yeah. rob that son yeah. of a bitch blind. <laughs> I'll watch the dispensary for everybody. I'll make sure nobody comes in there. <laughs> you wake up, you know, <laughs> all the weed and yeah. there's a rider truck like peeling out. A <laughs> community watched it right yeah. out of the door. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm taking to my house for safer keeping. <laughs> I can't just stay there and live at the dispensary. No. But I can live in my house. And for a minor fee of a little toke-toke here and a toke-toke there, I'll watch it for you. That's it. I mean, that yeah. sounds like a good deal to me. That's pretty good. That's a damn good deal. That's a damn good deal. I just don't understand this. Like, hey, let's let's uh, let's not police. Let's get, take money away from the police. And let's let the citizens in the high crime area... Control themselves. Yeah. That sounds like an open well, door to let... Uh, that is so sad because, obviously, there's a bunch of poor people that don't commit crime. Dude, I, dude I, for the vast majority of my life, I was ex- I was poor. Easy. And uh, I didn't commit no crimes or nothing like that. No. So the ones that are going to suffer the most are going to be those people. What sucks, too, is the rich people. They're just going to have private security. Right. And they're going to have their own little police force. And yeah. you're like, Whoa. They're smooth. <laughs> yeah, they're just laying people out. Yeah, how'd they do that? Yeah, they got like, uh, you know, like, a, oh, in the claws, I'm allowed to shoot you. <laughs> you got <laughs> claws? What? <laughs> oh, shit, this ain't working. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand it. You know, it's like, hey, we're just going to let the people police themselves. And what what about these neighborhoods that are like, okay, let's take these high crime neighborhoods that police are even afraid to go into. You know, you're just going to say, all well, right. Pull them out and uh, community watch. Yeah, you'd have some serious anarchy. What would happen is it'd go nuts for like probably a month, and probably less, because you could only destroy so much. But so probably in two weeks it'd be all trashed out. Right. And then it'd become like uh, gang. Obviously, you're already gonna have the gangs mentality going right. on. You're gonna have them controlling but, different yeah. areas. But then, uh, dude, what are you doing? I'm getting out of there. The cartels right now are sitting back like, yes, defund yeah. the police. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right now they're calling every yeah. lobbyist oh. in Washington. Biden, Biden, <laughs> you know, get more across the border for votes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're gonna give what? They're gonna give illegals money, dude. Everyone's just sprinting. <laughs> they're gonna defund the police. Yeah. Remember, hey, remember California's like we gotta write these uh, Trump checks, quote unquote, for our illegal immigrants, and we're gonna take it out of our budget. That's what California did. I don't know if they ever did it, but they were planning to. And I was like, man, that's a bankrupt state already. (laughs) But I can imagine 
the population probably just spiked at that point because people are like, <laughs> just running. I'm getting my check. There's one guy yeah. at the board just blowing a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> if they got free money, if you're handing out free money, who's not going? You know? <laughs> I, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, California's handing out money. I'll be like, hey, I'll be right back, guys. I, I just booked this trip on the airlines. They're cheap as hell, by the way. $11 round trip first class. There's Can't only two it. of us on the whole plane. Yeah. I'm about to collect my California money. <laughs> But I, the cartels are just sitting back loving this. I didn't think about the cartels, but yes, that is a great, yeah. You know, yeah. The, think about Well, it. you got the federality, federalities that uh, do the border, so Trump ain't taking them down. But the police that are going to be, supposedly right. be doing the other stuff. Well, what is it? Tijuana is how far away from, was it San Diego or something like that? Or I'm right there beside you. El Paso and that other one are the, or I think one of the closest one. I think the fence just runs through there. Yeah. So right now they're like, oh, El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> we get back our uh, salsa and our town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. El Jefe. <laughs> you know, it's, sometimes it's like it'd be easier if you just took America's constitution and then you let those people govern underneath it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no, like, they're coming here for quote unquote the the benefits and the benefits of us, uh, uh, you know, the way our political thing is, freedom of this, freedom right. of that. Take all that stuff and just impose it in your country and see what happens. It might morph into a whole different type of of uh, government or a whole different type of something. It might be when I say more, um, it might be more of a social. One because you know the uh, people a lot of people down there they all take care of each other they're all big families you know what I mean yes so I don't think it'd be a profit motivated capitalistic America quote unquote esque it would be a different type because of the culture that receive it but I would like to see that take the, our rules and just and take it and throw it in another country the ones that keep coming here and just see how it works I don't know you know like. So what you're saying is basically, all right, Mexico, just tomorrow you wake up and they say, okay, we have decided that we're going to indoctrinate all of the United States yeah. Constitution, freedoms, everything. Yeah, with all the, yeah, right. what comes along with that would be uh, like the no monopolies and all that. So you'd have a huge breakup because uh, Mexico is a place <laughs> where. are like, oh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> yeah, Mexico is a place where one guy owns the gas company, one guy owns this company. One, right. It's all divvied up. So, right. uh, you know, you would obviously be, quote unquote, dispersing wealth because you'd be like, you got to break up and everybody's going to start stuff. It'd be cool. I don't know. Well, I'm telling. I'm telling you, dude. We they start the community watch around here. Me and you are gonna start. To say, oh, uh, and what district is the? What uh, kind of lights you gonna put on your vehicle? <laughs> I'm probably gonna do like a hundred of them. I'm gonna get as many lights as, and I'll have extra alternators and extra batteries in the bed of my truck. <laughs> So I can just be as bright as hell. You just glow wherever you go around. Yeah, just be like red and blue. Woo! You know, speeding everywhere. Hot pursuit to the Jiffy store. It was an emergency. I need a recently peanut butter cup. Yeah, I was out of beer. You know what I mean? You think about that. If you're a community watch or something, or you are the quote unquote the police. Now at that point, now you're just taking advantage and doing what all they're doing up anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole abuse of power thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess if you said I could be it, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm speeding. <laughs> uh, damn right. You know, I think I might want to pop off a few rounds for the hell of it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, something that goes along with this, too, and I saw, yeah, I read about it, and then I saw it uh, the other day on the news, too, they canceled cops. Have you seen that? Yep, I heard they canceled cops uh, so after like 31 years. 30-something years on the show. Now, that was my favorite show probably of all time. That, that was a lot of people's favorite show. Late 80s, <clears throat> early 90s when it came out. That that sound, if that song comes on anywhere in the world, people are like, cops. Cops. Yeah. Bad boy. And they all What's sing it. What's gonna do? Yeah. When have you heard that song outside of going on a cruise to Jamaica? <laughs> they don't play that song on the radio like, oh, you're listening to Smooth 95 Reggae. Here's you know, Bad Boys. Yeah, everybody's favorite Bad Boys, you know. <laughs> no, you're right. The only time you hear it is on the start of it. We are, or, or in the movie Bad Boys. 
Yeah. With that Will Smith. They even made a movie after the song about, yeah. and it involved cops. So, I mean. Pretty impressive. But the thing about it is, and I, and I saw a thing on there, you know, that was saying, oh, it's it, it's too violent, it's too this. Okay. <laughs> I heard how they said it glorified police brutality. Okay, yeah. All right. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I've seen. Oh, excuse me. I, I, I've seen some moments on cops where I, it's been a questionable thing. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's I've times seen, I root for one. There's times I root for the other. Absolutely. It depends on the case. But here's my point on this. Okay. When you're like, you know, screaming brutality and you're like, well, what'd he do? Well, see, he was doing 65 and a 30 and then he didn't stop. <laughs> and he ran, <laughs> and, you know, he threw things out the window, and yeah. then he didn't comply. Well, <laughs> I'll put it this way. We could get rid of a whole bunch of the police issues as you take and adjust our drug laws. Okay. 85% of, of the people in jail are drug-related. Okay. Yeah, let's police the, the robbers, the rapists, and the murderers, right? Right. Sounds like a good time. How about the other people with all the money that we are cutting away from the police department for, quote unquote, defunding them? We could take that and put that into and have it on every corner. Mental health or some type of drugs to help. Or, or it could be like Portugal. Portugal has had legalized drugs, I think, for over a decade. What, dr- what drugs are we referring to as legal? All Cocaine, marijuana. Cocaine is legal. Meth, meth is legal. Heroin's legal. Every single there is not an illegal substance. And this is in Singapore, Portugal, Portugal. <laughs> what? It's close. <laughs> they look alike, you know. <laughs> them damn Portuguese in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, they're like right there beside each other in my book. Foreigner. You ever yeah. checked the map? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they've had it for over a decade. And, and what are what is what has from? happened is everything has gone down. Overdoses has gone down. Uh, people getting addicted to drugs has Crime. gone down. Crime has gone obviously damn near extinct. Like some towns have literally gotten totally rid of their thing. Now you're talking about Portugal, and we're talking about towns. So it's a whole other culture. We right. have families that have lived there for generations. It's about forty shanties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I'm just saying, you know. No, I, yeah, but. It, it, Think about how much is involved uh, uh, involved around drugs, and if you had if you didn't have people stealing to buy them and this that and the other, I mean you're getting rid of a whole thing. You're like, what about the addicts? If the addicts can go get what they need, and right, given it, so many addicts need help, and there's nothing there to help them. Right, there's nothing except jail. Right. You can cold turkey it. You can do, yeah, you, you can try whatever you want to, but at the end of the and, day. And at the same time, the government should, we should be doing that because the government's the one that put us in this situation to begin with. Those politicians allowed those pills to be sold. Pushing the big farm. By, the, by Big Farm and the doctors, man. 100%. So, I feel bad for all those people. They said, um, so the highest, I know, I think we already talked about it, but the highest number got addicted to that stuff from a doctor's signature. Wow. It knows it from people being like, hey, I just want to do drugs and be cool. <laughs> it was like, hey, man, I broke my arm. My arm hurts. And they're like, here, take a 50 of these. And next thing you know, you're like, hey, I'm addicted to those. Hey, yeah, that's one, it's way more narcotic. I need 50 than cigarettes. And you see what cigarettes do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, would, I still would love to have a cigarette right now. <sighs> but I haven't had one since September 3rd, 2006. That a boy. 14 years almost. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for it. Well, good. R.I.P. Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> I heard as I was driving home from a night out of uh, two packs in the old throat there and wheezing. And they, as I was driving home, I was like, that was a rough one. <laughs> and they said Steve Irwin died. And I was like, is it? I'm done. <clears throat> Can't I'm, smoke anymore. I'm done smoking. I love you, Crocodile. Yeah, it's all for you. Let's take a break and um, we'll come right back. We need to roll. You know we're going to end up talking and then we're going to just get hot real quick. You know it. Oh, I know. But I got to. Where's I, the music too? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. What is up with that? I don't think it plays it on Spotify. Well, what does it play it on? I think only on Anchor. I don't even know what Anchor is. <laughs> I ain't even heard of Anchor. Oh, I have do got some Anchor. It's glassware that I put my food in as for leftovers. <laughs> There's where an Anchor I see. Well, let's take a break. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back. We are back. It is Wednesday night. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the middle of the of a uh, little podcast here. I am so happy right now. I, this is like the highlight of my weeks. It might not sound like it uh, on here, but uh, when it comes down to it, um, this is like our therapy sessions. That's exactly it. Just letting it out. Just relaxing. You know, get to get to you know push buttons and just have a good time. You know, get get the anxiety away. Oh yeah. I, we definitely heavily medicate. Getting getting a lot of that anxiety <laughs> away. I tell you what, stressful. Get out of here, anxiety! I hate you, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but uh, about to spark up some of this lettuce and run it out of here. <laughs> you know what anxiety hates? Smoke. Weed is, smoke. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing I did notice. I actually, for the first time, folks, I uh, listened to a few of the podcasts. Uh, some of it was cringeworthy. Some of it was pretty good. Maybe tear up again. And, uh, I definitely didn't realize how redneck I sound and absolutely Southern. I didn't realize how sometimes I don't pronounce words at all and it sounds like gibberish. <laughs> I'm like, I can't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> what I think, so, what know, I think that, is funny is that we, more professional. we've done over 50 shows. I can't believe that. And you haven't listened to a one of them. I find that. Well, now you finally I just did. have. Yeah, yeah, you finally have. It only well, took- I was scared of a couple of different things, so that's why I didn't. But I figured if I was, we were going to be like, you know, if you're going to get better, if you're going to grow, you, you always got to get out of your comfort zone. Right. So I got out of the comfort zone and I listened to it. And uh, sure enough, I, a lot of fears came true, you know. But yeah. at the same time, a lot of things I was like, I can do this better, I can do that better, and I look forward to this so much, and I have such a good time doing it, even though, again, if it was just me and you and this phone wasn't on, that's, <laughs> well, that's what we've done for the last 20 years anyway. Yeah. Man, listen, think about all the gold we missed. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. My goodness. Well, but, uh, we, got, we got to talk about a little something else tonight, because, yep. like... This also baffles me. Like, mm-hmm. I guess for tonight we're just on a world of bafflement. Okay. But I saw today NASCAR <laughs> is banning the Confederate flag. Now, before we get into that, I want to say this, okay? And uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, we don't like to talk politics on here and everything. You know, we try not to touch into politics too yeah. much. You're you're, you're never going to win. No, but from my point of view, is that flag. I understand that it symbolizes the South and everything, but that flag truly isn't even. It's a it's a battle flag. It's not even the the. the, the it was Virginia, and it was only Virginia's. It wasn't anybody else's. Everybody had their own battle flag. Everybody yes. had their own thing. Sometimes it was incorporated into their flag, but the main one that you see. And you know what? Uh, as a matter of fact, Robert E. Lee, just as a little point, just let you know. He said, they said, what should they do with their flags? He said, fold them up and put them in the attic. It's over. We're one union now. So when it was done, it was done. He was like, you know, everything. And it went away. It only came back in the 1920s with the resurgence of the popularity of the Klan. Right. And then it came back even further during the Civil Rights Movement when people were wanted to be segregationist. Right. So, um, that, you know, that's where it goes for, it's gone through many different steps, but it's like, also look at the swastika, if you, anything, oh, before, absolutely. look at all the, the, all of the Hindu and Buddhism, uh, symbolism with the swastika for thousands of years. But then you have one guy comes along and, and uses he, it. he uses it and it takes it to a whole nother level and no one sees it as that anymore. Right. One day they will. Once it gets, to, you know, to a point where, you know, we see that. But History repeats itself. Yeah. But if you're a NASCAR person and they said they could ban the Confederate flag, what are you going to do? You're going to have a lot of limbless people there. I'm thinking about... You're going to have some Sanders going, burning <laughs> some shit off. I don't, I don't think they would. That or when you leave, you'd have guys just tattooing Confederate flags on people as they go. Remember the remember <laughs> Dr. Seuss with the little sneets that would go through and get the star put on and taken back off again? Never mind. We won't get into that. That's Dr. Seuss. And you should know every Dr. Seuss ever. But anyway, yeah, you would have 
homies going up there, and they'd have Sanders just grinding tons of that shit off. And then as they left after the race, you'd have just lines of tattoo artists putting it back on. <laughs> I, I got to think to myself right now, there are a lot, a lot, a lot a pissed off rednecks out there. <laughs> They're like, if I can't fly hey. my rap, you ain't gonna tell me what to do, son. That sounds like Yosemite Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR's like, our numbers are going down. Let's, yeah. just, let's just go for bankruptcy. <laughs> what hey. chapter do you want to go for? Winston's just sitting back, told you so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. We had that shit 35 years, and you're like, oh, can't have cigarettes no more. What, it's ain't America? You still have them on the shelves, don't you? That's what happens when you yeah. sell out to a bunch of pussies in a cell phone company, Nextel. <laughs> they only had it for two years in Sprint Bottle, although yeah. Nextel was the... Nextel uh, was. Dude, I'll take a Nextel on my, phone, on my smartphone now. If there's a Nextel app, don't think I wouldn't alert you and be like, hey, man, podcast... You know what I mean? Instead of... That's exactly... I love that. That was the best feature. Why did it ever go away? When I talk to people about Nextel, everyone's like, that was the best damn thing ever. I'm like, well, what the hell happened? You know? It's a capitalist market. Somebody told me that you can get an app and you can do your phone like that. Really? Swear to you. I actually, I worked, I cross-trained with the guy the other day and he told me about it. So I'll have to ask him again. Well, let's back up. You're cross-training now? Sometimes, yeah, I cross train. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I like cross train. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. When I mean I cross train, I also have a I have a water license and I also have a wastewater license. Now I have to accumulate uh, pro almost fifteen hundred more hours before I can even test before before I can have a B license. Um, at this point in time, it'll be about fifteen years before I'm able to do that. <laughs> You know, it's hard to get, t it's time and tenure is how you get it. But anyway, the point is, is uh, so I'll, I'll work at a wastewater plant also. And I know what people think. Oh my goodness, turd herder. That's disgusting. It's crazy. But there's a massive amount of science to it. It is absolutely phenomenal how you can take the waste of everybody and clean it up naturally through sedimentation, flocculation, and uh, all that. And turn it back into clean water. I mean, we you use it on irrigation you for other places. And you can get to the point, if you had the proper treatment, to get it to technically H2O water. Absolutely. Because all you're doing is, you know, you're fucking... Cleaning taking, it and filtering You're it. taking molecules and taking them apart. Right. To the point where it was never urine to begin with. It was never shit. And 90% of shit is liquid. There's only 10% solids. Wow. That's a good little fun fact to know. Just let you know. Let's go back into that NASCAR. Well, I'm pretty sure before I came over here, I took a shit that was 99% liquid. <laughs> wow. Bless your heart. I feel better, though. I don't think these tall boys here are going to help out. These are more tall boys. These are Andre the Giants right here. I know. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just picturing myself right now. Fucking Earl's out in his shed right now just raising fucking hell. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> I ain't never in my life. <laughs> I yeah. ain't going back NASCAR ever. That pendulum swings so much so it goes one way, which is hardcore, and then it goes the other way, which is hardcore. If we could just ride down the middle, we'd be pretty good. You know what I mean? I bet Daytona's sweating now. You know, they just put they just put all that money into Daytona. <clears throat> Yeah, and let me tell you, when I was over there last week, took the family over there. We mm -hmm. went down Internet uh, International Speedway. Yep, yep, yep. Have you seen? No, someone said it is the coolest thing. They he they said that they went for it. They said it's the lar they they put it in an arena scale. They say it's not a racetrack. It's a huge arena, and I know they have stuff there weekly. Like we only hear about Daytona Five Hundred and a couple other special things that roll through there, but they got stuff going on weekly. Dude. This thing is huge. I'm talking about huge. 2.5 miles. And when when I when you ride by it and you see it, it is just un, it's just unbelievable. But now I'm just thinking that guy up there and he's up there in the in the office like, "Hey guys, uh y'all heard about this uh rebel flag thing?" Uh Yeah. <laughs> I can take mine down. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Cut off both my arms? You see this right here? Don't tread on me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That, what about the Confederate flag uh, race car? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it, I, it is what it is. I under the bad part about it is everybody's right and everybody's wrong because mm-hmm. everybody sees it through a different lens. Yeah. And that's exact. That's that's what the conclusion. There's no black. There's no white. It is all gray. Everything is all gray all the time. All the time. All the time. Everything's all gray. You know. Yeah. yeah. This thing's like, oh fuck the police. God dang. There's plenty of good people out there that are police. You know what I mean? If it if it was to the extent of sometimes how they portray it, you would have this stuff every single day. And again, yeah. if you got to look at the stats, don't look at the media hype when they grab it and fluff it up, but look at the stats. They said in 2020, so far in six months, there's only been 25 people killed by the Popo. And, and that's in the, in the whole United States. That were armed and killed by the Popo. Or unarmed, I'm sorry. Unarmed and killed by the Popo. Okay. So that obviously brings it down a little bit. That's pretty good. From number. all the people that forgot their throwdowns, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So, that's all the rookies. So, we got 25 rookies out there. Yeah. And out of those 25 rookies, I think three of them were African-American. Wow. Now, that's that's a statistic. Even worse certificate is this. Where is all the support and the outrage on the daily basis where these things are happening? You know? I I don't understand why there's not a spotlight on that. They right. said seventeen people in one day were was murdered in Chicago the other day. When the, when the police weren't running around, when the police were not running around, they said it's the most ever in one day. That's seventeen homicides. Se- se- that doesn't that doesn't count all the all the attempted murders, all the other right. crime that went they on. They were murdered. Murder. These are seventeen people that were murdered in one in one day. It's, so ever all every, one town. Well, Chicago, Chicago's massive, but right, I'm just right. saying this for them. They're even going, my God, this this is incredible. And I, you, you know, where is that? No one's covering it. It, it. it should be. Why? Why are we not covering that? Why are we not upset that these? Why are these kids feel it necessary <laughs> to run around and mow each other down? Because you don't want to tell. You, why, why is it necessary to do that? Why are you running around just shooting at each other? You want me to tell you why? Is there nothing else to but, do? No. You want me to tell you why? Because they're a bunch of pussies, and and instead of fighting it out with their hands, no, 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 no. You, we, can't come down to that no more. And yeah, I'll tell you why. Because we're already at that level. Okay. We there's no return from innocence. Once we maintain, now we got to fix where we're at right now. You know what I mean? So. What what do you do? Why are they going around shooting each other? What is going on psychologically? What is going on mentally? Is there is it something at home? Are these all kids that only have one parent, or is this kids that? Uh, this is what I'm trying to figure out because there's a reason why they feel the necessary need to just have a hope quote unquote hopeless reckless life. Right. And uh, is it glamorized too much in the media too? Movies and music glamorize a, a rock style lifestyle of, of breaking rules and you know fast cash. Could be, could very well be, and you, you know, you, you know what do they say? Art emu- emulates life, and life emulates art, right? So yeah, uh, but but disproportionately to how it's portrayed in the media, and disproportionately of the folks that deal with that and and go for that obviously that's like lottery stuff yeah that's no way to try to set proper goals yes you can set those goals i understand the madonnas and all these set those goals and all that but listen we're not all going to be madonnas we're not all going to be rock stars we we have to always have a plan b maybe we always have to have a plan b no i agree but what is the plan b I'm pretty these sure these folks don't have right. Plan Bs. We need to encourage these folks to have Plan Bs. I agree. Maybe defunding the police and setting up our community watch, like, <clears throat> where's the checks? <laughs> I'm just giving. Yeah. Hey, if all else does is give them money, yeah, give, give them, them money, give them checks, and then we'll go pay for our education, which they want us to do anyway. Uh, and man, that's going to make a lot of people happy that way. 
But I, I just I just find that I'm just like, what the hell is going on? NASCAR is getting rid. I'm telling you, that guy up there in the in the Winston Corporation headquarters, he's up there smoking in his office. He's like, ah, look at this shit. I bet we can buy it back now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this shit tanks, we're taking it back. I was about to say it might just do that. It's a pendulum. It peaked in like oh five, oh six. When they when NASCAR that's when Earn they had the, their and, hugest uh, fan base when it was getting the biggest. Now, what were the rules back then? I don't know. But they've changed them five, six times since then. Every year they changed the rules. That's what kind of threw me out. I'm like, I can't keep up with it. I don't care anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I, I I thought that okay, it was basically I was pissed off. It was stock. It was restrict. stock car racing, which the right yes. At one time in the seventies, you could go to the dealership and buy the vehicle that they had on the track. Now right. I understand you want to make it safety ready, right? So I understand you're going to take a stock car off of the shelf and you're going to put a roll cage in it, right? And you're going to put any type of other safety features you have in it. I get it, but yes, I am all about that. It is not stock car anymore. No, it's not. Because you can't tell if it's a Ford. You can't tell if it's a Chevy. You can't tell if it's a Toyota. They all look alike. The only way you can tell is that decal that they stick on the front. Because they have that little frame that you, that you put over all of them. Everything. And they're all the same. Yeah. That's not cool, man. I like, back in the day, you could see what vehicle was which because of how they looked. That's a Pontiac. That is, you know? That's a Chevy. That's, that's a, a Chevy. That's, that's a, a Ford. Ford. Yeah, yeah. All of them like that. Now they all look the same. Absolutely. Up until the probably right in in the eighties is when it started going and and getting to where it was yeah. fiberglass or sheet, you know, all professional stuff. Right. You know. It wasn't stock car anymore. Well and that's that's how evolution goes, right? You just keep going building, 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 building until you bust that wall and you're like, This sucks, and then you can start back. That's yeah. just how it goes. Where's the limit? When when we were in Daytona. By the way, you look like you should be driving for NASCAR <laughs> in the seventies. I gotta tell you, I was working today. Yeah, and uh, I got two compliments on my hair. I bet <laughs> it's looking nice. You son of a bitch. Yeah, damn it. You need to start smoking. I'm telling you, cancer ain't gonna touch you with that hair like that. Can't penetrate, huh? No, no. Yeah. It, oh, I bet you get cancer if you don't smoke. <laughs> That's right. You, you need to be at the bar, you know, just like. <laughs> doctor said, doctor's yeah. orders. Yeah, I got a prescription. <laughs> to smoke. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, sir, you need to have your vape pen medicate. Oh, you're there with your vape pen tobacco. <laughs> Blowing clouds. Oh, shit. Speaking of my vape pen. You that, can't do the vape pen with the hair like that. No, that would kill nah, me. But anyway, let's go. I uh, last I worked last night. I closed last night and opened this morning. And uh, what time y'all open? Eleven. Yep. Okay. It was crazy this morning. It was crazy. They were ready to get at it. Our first table knocked on the door ten minutes before we opened. It was tw- a group of twenty that just come off of the golf course. Yeah. All right. They they already a little pickled. Right. So, the uh, group of 20 came in. We had set, uh, that group and then six other groups, tables, came in after them within the first 15 minutes that we were open. Now, you know how restaurants are. They don't bring every person in at the same time. Yes. One comes in at 9. One comes in at 9.30. Right. One comes in at 10. Exactly. They stagger them in. Yeah. Okay, because then they leave later. They get cut. Yep. Okay. Well... For the first 30 minutes, we only had one server and myself on the floor. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, everybody. Don't panic. <laughs> Don't panic, everybody. It's going to be okay. Start flipping out on them. <laughs> Got your pin. They just see it like, choo, just yeah. suck it <laughs> He's like, is it glowing? <laughs> <laughs> that little nostril flare when it comes out. That's yeah. it. You done used it all up. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. All right, let me get your order. 
They'd all do it, and then you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Can we all do it again? <laughs> you turn your notepad around, you're just drawing circles. Yeah. <laughs> you like got, like, faces of people <laughs> and food. Or you just have random letters. <laughs> I'll know when I get back. I'll know when I get back there. This is code, sir. You get back there, you just punch the shit in. There's a lot of them. Somebody's going to get it. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Just put it in there. Dude, they all want something to drink. You're like, 20 drinks? Yeah. How many want beer? Yeah. So anyways, the one server, she's she she didn't freak out. I didn't freak out. I said, let's do this. And, I, and it was myself, the server, and the hostess. I said, stagger them in as best you can. Mm-hmm. And when they come, we'll sit them right here, and then we set them in the t- uh, the big table of twenty, mm-hmm. uh, facing the bar. And and I told the guys, hey, if you need anything, holler it out to me. Hey, I need some water, some napkins, whatever. And so I helped her out while she got the other tables, and I grabbed drinks for her and everything mm-hmm. like that. Well, <clears throat> one of these tables that she was working on, I guess, gave her a very good tip today. Mm-hmm. All right. So at the end of the day. Um, because she, she came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want me to transfer you uh, one of these tables?" She goes, "I feel bad. I have all these tables, and you don't have anything." I said, "No." Uh, I, I said, "Just do your thing. I'll help you out." I said, "At the end of the day, just throw me, throw me whatever you feel. Yeah, you know, whatever you feel. Tip me out. Yeah, tip me out. Yeah, you know. And uh, so that's what we did. Well, she comes up to me at the end of the day, hands me a fifty dollar bill. And I'm like, I looked at her, I, I said, no. I was like, do not give me 50 bucks for that. I was like, I'm, I maybe, you know, got some drinks and took away some plates. And had, I was like, it's like I'm, five bucks, mate. She goes, no. And that's when she told me she got a really good tip. Nice. And she, and she said, I appreciate your help. You know, yeah. Like that. That's good that people are treating people right. You know what I mean? It's good that when they're going out. Now, obviously, the clientele here is, is uh, fixed income. And the fixed income seems to be pretty good. Yeah. So they've been probably itching to kind of go out. I know that they have already kind of been doing their stuff, but the, the but your restaurant was closed, so it wasn't even able to do it. Right. So now it's open. That now they're coming out. Yep. You know they're ready to, to <laughs> and, spend and, some cash. And, and, and exactly like you said, a couple gave her a two hundred dollar tip. Look at that. See a two hundred dollar tip. That's just it's, it's incredible when that happens because you. You don't know how far that can go with somebody, and maybe that might even save their life. If the, you, if, I mean, you talk about how far something could go. A two hundred dollar tip may to, may it, prevent them from committing suicide later that night. Absolutely. I mean, I don't see no one doing that. I'd like to ask people that that he did that. If they were like, "Hey, if you got tipped two hundred dollars, would you done it that night?" <laughs> Yeah. Maybe maybe anytime we talk to people that are talking about g- g- rich people would have probably been like yeah you know <laughs> there's like a, people out well think about it think about the ones that quickly went you had Anthony Bourdain you had uh, the Lincoln Park gentleman I forgot his name right now oh yeah, yeah. and you had uh, Chester Ch- Chester or something yes field. and Chester then you field, had but... um, Soundgarden's Chris Cornell. Yeah, and they his anniversary was just the uh, probably like two weeks ago. Hmm. Um, it's crazy like that. You're like, it's incredible how depression can affect people that you think. I would think you'd have everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I if I was one of those folks, I could man, I could rest on my lulls. I'm gonna go hang out at a cabin and just have a good time. I'm I'm two in the summer. I'm gonna ski in the winter. Do I, 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 I did it? I did what I want. Yeah. So, obviously, there's other demons that are involved, but it's just perplexing how it seems like some people can have it. You believe they have it all, but depression can grab you. Absolutely. Especially someone like who you thought was maybe a little bit... I saw him differently, Anthony Bourdain. Did you see him like... I didn't see him in a depression I, state. I didn't see him as that. No. I, I saw him as a. I work I'm going around the, the world and eating in the finest places in the world. And Yeah, but I'm saying when he was struggling, he was grinding. When he was working 15, 16 hours a day, you, you, you know what it's like to work in the restaurants open to close. He was the head chef. Yeah. So he's open to close every day, all day, getting like three hours, four hours of sleep. You know, and, and in between that, drinking and, and doing what he's doing, 
that's a rough, hard lifestyle. You'd have thought it would have the stresses would have perhaps got to him then. You know, why would it get to him after all the success? You know why he's got a twelve-year-old daughter. Bless her heart. Or you know he why? Had, bless her. You heart. know why? He didn't have hair like this. That's true. Damn. Damn straight. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm sorry. I rambled back. All right. We're back. And buddies and bottles. Dog it. Wind sleeves. Hey, guys. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about things going on and things like that in the news lately. And uh, we always talk. I like to talk a little conspiracy. And uh, one of the conspiracies I was thinking about this past week was, uh, you know, the people that were tied to the Clintons that have mysteriously died. Man, I love a good conspiracy. Okay, I've heard about this one a little bit, but I haven't dove into it because, honestly, I just chalk it. Anything I hear negative about the Clintons is truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, probably did that. <laughs> Oh, they finally got caught for something. They probably did ten times that worse, you know? I'm just saying, the man lost his license in Arkansas and his job as the head lawyer, what is that, the attorney general, for rape. Bill? Yeah, that happened in like 82, I think. And there he was. Here he is now. I'm just saying. And nothing weird. is ever like brought Dude, up. Dude, it ain't no biggie. It just, I just, just no one talks about it. Yeah. Just no one talks about it. Yeah. And of course, uh, beyond that, that happened in 82 where he lost his job and his, and his license. Um, he, I totally forgot what we were talking about. Bill Clinton. Okay. <laughs> They're pretty powerful people. <laughs> I'm just letting you know they can hear their names and they'll send stuff to you. <laughs> they just mind warp. I know you. That, that little vegetarian's trying to get me right now. He's he's pretty powerful. He's like a little Yoda right now. He's like Ugh. he's like a negative Yoda. You know what I mean? Negative Yoda. Yeah, he's like golly. When you see both of them, they're it's just crazy scary. <sighs> But so, the uh, if you're not if you're not familiar with this, um, basically there have been what is it, fifty, fifty, uh, fifty something people that have died. I heard fifty two. I heard fifty seven. But what's kind of crazy, you know, if I only had like one or two, it'd be kind of odd. One or two. But at the, you know they do have a higher uh, a larger social circle than myself. I will have to admit. Right, right, okay. They're little butterflies. Oh well, I mean they're wheeling and dealing. Uh, so right now let me give you uh, forty uh, thirty four. But if you count the bodyguards that have, um, golly bodyguards. Dead, oh yeah, there are. Uh, Wouldn't that be Secret Service? There's 46 total. So that's 12 bodyguards that have been... Are these killed. bodyguards like private people? Or it should be so, uh, Secret Service, Dude, right? The names that I'm looking on here are Colonel, Colonel, Major, Sergeant, Sergeant, Captain, Major. Wow. Those are bodyguards? Yeah. You got officers guarding them? I, I'm that seems... These are probably ex-military special forces. Uh... Probably CIA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But just so let's just let's just take a look at some of these people. Okay? I don't know any of the story. The only story I know is obviously Foster. Everybody knows about him, but okay. Um, so they're they're you talking about Vince Foster? Yep. Okay, so Vince Foster, he was the former White House counselor uh, and colleague of Hillary Clinton at their uh, Little Rock Rose law firm. Now, apparently, he died to a gunshot wound to the head that was ruled a suicide. Absolutely. In, <laughs> in, in D.C. in the park at lunchtime. Yeah. Yep. 
gunshot wound to the head. Well, I'm going to go out with my ham sandwich here. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard some other stuff on that. I don't know what is true and what is not because people do embellish, but I heard that there wasn't fingerprints on the gun and things like that. But I really have no idea. I, this is just some stuff, but uh, it, it that that's crazy. That's that's yeah. that's terrible too. Now, now here's one here. Um, Ron Brown, okay. Nicole, no. and Ron. <laughs> no, no, no. This no, different. Ron Brown. He was secret uh, secretary of commerce and former DNC chairman. Ooh. He reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. Okay. Okay, that I can a, understand that. A pathologist close to the investigation. Reported, there was a hole found in the top of this dude's skull that looked like a gunshot wound, but he died in a plane crash. Okay, all right. Now, at the time that he died, he was like being investigated because uh, <clears throat> he was going to come out and talk out against him and was going to cut a deal against the Clintons. And what's funny is that the rest of the people that were on this plane, they died too, and then. A few days later, the air traffic controller, he committed suicide. Air traffic controller? <laughs> yeah. You're like, we'll just wipe out everybody had anything tied to it. Jeez Louise. You want to talk? How do you get that kind of power, though? I, how do you get that, that swing? You know what I mean? How do you go from, again, a... You... How do you? Uh, yeah, he uh, went he, at, now in college. You remember, he got the scholarship <clears throat> to go overseas to Oxford. What's that scholarship called? I, a I, Rhodes Scholar. He was a Rhodes Scholar. That puts you probably in connections with a lot of people. And he is a master politician. He's a smooth mofo. People say he's got a. Uh, he can recognize every face and remember every name, and I believe it. Because well, he's a smooth dude. What gets me is this, okay? And I can just picture it. Here comes Bill. He walks in. Hey, honey, how's it going? Dude. You know, you're like, well, I fucked up tonight, Hillary, again. Uh, you know, I did this, I did that. Okay, well, we're just going to, you know, we're going to need the names of everyone involved. And if you could just write them all down and, well, you know, next thing, we'll take care of it, honey. You just go on to bed. Next thing you know, you wake up, 14, 15 people fucking missing and shit. That's, that's hardcore. That's, that's some tough stuff. You know, how long were they bodyguards? How long was it like, oh, I pulled a shift at... A uh, bodyguard thing, and uh, wait, wait. you know, I did a little subcontracting. Is it something like that? You know, I I, I just I gotta have all these questions. I gotta have That's that blue cheese. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, here's here's a good one for you. Okay. Okay. Give this guy, me. this guy's name is Jerry Parks. Okay. Okay. I like him. Jerry Parks. Was I like the, a good park. <laughs> Jerry Parks was the head of the Clintons. Um. Uh. It says gubernatorial, gubernatorial, or gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. I love goober. (laughs) Gubernatorial. Golly, Sarge. (laughs) Security team in Little Rock. He was gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside of of Little Rock. Park's son said his father was building like a claim against the Clintons. And that he was gonna uh, reveal this information. Now, what's crazy is, is that after he died, all these files were removed from his house that he had. They came in, and took the files. There's some smooth criminals. Again, how do you get that power? Was it what? What years are these? Does it have the years? I don't have the year. Like, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to nail down the date of the seance. All right, well, here's here's one right Where here. Where they sold their souls to Satan. Just do it, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, well, I don't know about this, Hillary. This kind power of power and greed. This kind of doesn't seem right. Yeah, I'll blow you on the way home. All right. Wherever we're gonna sign at, you swear you're gonna blow me on the way home. 
You better not be fucking yeah. around. Yeah. Roadhead, full yeah. twist tug. <laughs> better fucking make it yeah. happen. You heard that, devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write that in the contract, please. Well, here, Write it in the contract, please. Well, here, here's one right here. It says, in 94, Kathy Ferguson. She 94, was a, okay. That's she was the ex-wife in. of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson. Damn. Uh, was Dang. found dead in '94 in her living room with a gunshot wound to her a gunshot wound to her head. It was ruled a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases, as if she was going somewhere. Danny Ferguson, who was the trooper, right of mm-hmm. the woman, was a co-defendant, a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Kathy Ferguson was a possible. Possible co- cooperating witness. They killed her about the witness yeah. for Bill and Paul Jones. Yep, and the the husband was on Bill's side, and she was like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh-uh, I ain't doing it." Yep, I'm getting the hell up out of here. And they killed her. Yep, yep. What you know? Yeah, I bet they personally did too. They're that they're that good. Yeah. They roll up there in the limo, and they're like, hey, Secret Service, hang back for a sec. I'll be right back. I just got to <laughs> speak to somebody. Bow! <laughs> Comes running back. All right, let's roll here, buddy. Yeah, I got a speech to do. <laughs> get, a, get, get a limo. Get go, a limo. Go, 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 go. You know? Bill, what's going on? Yeah. Let's get a limo. Yeah, let's go. All right. Sword secrecy. Classified. <laughs> it's classified, everybody. G13 classified. All right. All right. Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, related to the Barry Seal, Mena, Arkansas, airport drug smuggling case. Oh, wow. All right. That sounds like a good time. Florence died of three gunshot wounds. Wow. Suicide? Suicide. Woo, three. Jeez. <laughs> I shot one in my foot just to make sure it was loaded. Is that what I want to do? Yeah. Shot the other one in my in my chest just to see how close I could get. Third one, I was good. I don't I don't understand this. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't. You know how? what? I'm pretty sure we're both dead. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Hey, you're like, hey, I got a subject tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's speak about it. Of all the conspiracies, this is probably the least one I would like to talk about right now. Yeah. If By the way, I'm not suicidal. I love life. If something happens to me. <laughs> if we're not on the air. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> what Good topic. Yeah. Good topic. Yeah. I, and you can be like, well, they're old now. Man, that, they're still kicking and, and doing what they do. They, they ain't on a beach, even though they could be. They grind and go. That's all. They're just still striding. I could see know? I could see him walking in there. Hillary, we have a problem. Have you heard of this new show, Buddies and Bo- Bottles? Four people heard this the other day. <laughs> it's time to mow some motherfuckers down. We're back, Get bitches. in the limo. We're about to roll. <laughs> Got the flags on the front and everything. <laughs> Coming up the lane. Boom, boom. Bottoming out and shit. Like, ooh, ooh. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, what the hell? That ain't a truck. What are you trying to do? Hey, Tifa? <laughs> you know, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so now, let's see who else we got. Um, now, Herschel Friday. Okay, Herschel Friday was an attorney in the Clinton fundraiser. He died in '94 when his plane exploded. Damn, I'm telling you, they got plane exploded. I, I read a lot of these, and a lot of gas these, leak. <laughs> Jim's in there. He's yeah. all like, he was a heavy smoker. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that explains it. Yeah, cigarettes will just blow the shit out of a plane. All right, now here's something. Keith Mc, uh, McMaskell stabbed 113 times. Suicide? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Keith. You are dedicated. Of all the things, Keith. Now, bless your heart. Here was one of the weirdest ones. I James Millen or Milan or whatever. 
found decapitated. Ooh. Okay. Coroner ruled to death. Natural causes. Natural causes. Our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I didn't know our heads could just fall off. That's one more thing to worry about tonight. <laughs> Fun bitch. I did try to watch that Return to Oz the other night, and I watched it a little, oh, you know, uh, trying to get rid of some anxiety. Uh, That's a scary-ass damn movie. Return to Oz? Yeah, you remember the one with the, with the wheelie people and the uh, and the one she screws off her head and puts on another head because she's collected everybody's head in the town? Return to Oz? I don't think I've ever seen it. Dude. What the hell's your problem? What are you talking about? You've never seen Return to Oz. Hey, now, here's a good one right here. Keith Connie, Coney, whatever, died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. Okay? Yeah. This is in 1988. That's an easy one set up right there. You just, all right, guy's got a motorcycle. He's out. All right, you know, you just, all right, we'll watch him, follow him. We get in front of him, pull out in front of him, get going down the I mountain. bet he got to an intersection, and they backed that bitch up at 100 miles an hour and hit him. Think so? And that looks like he ran into it. No one's going to believe that semi backed up at 100 miles an hour through the intersection and hit him. Nah. I bet it probably happened at 4 a.m. Nah. What, what did happen? I don't know. I just told you. He ran into the back of a truck. Well, that seems pretty legit. <laughs> Maybe it's in the conspiracy after all. That one, I don't know. Let's let's chalk that one up to probable. That didn't happen. <coughs> that one. That one. Yeah. What was his alcohol limit? Oh, uh, oh, 1.8? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> all right. So, here's another one right here. Kevin Ives and Don Henry. Okay. Now, these guys. And? Two and, of them. Two of them. Okay. Now, this was known as the Boys on the Track. Okay. That so, was the ones in, in Arkansas? Yes. Unsolved Mysteries did it and scared the shit out of me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know all about it. Keep going, though. Okay. So, basically, it says that the, boy, um, the boys uh, were killed on the tracks, but they basically stumbled upon uh, a drug operation that he was tied to and all of that mm-hmm. out there in Arkansas. Yeah. And uh, that um, the later reports after everything, you know, they said, all right, they fell asleep on the railroad track. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They fell asleep, but the reports that the coroner was like, they were dead before the train yeah. even hit them. Yeah, I definitely remember them saying on some mysteries, one was definitely dead, the other one they were not, they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was dead before the train even hit them. Yes. And, that, but, so, that, <laughs> I'm telling you what. Yeah, I mean, think about that, just 16 year old kids running around shooting guns in the backwoods. Yeah. And he just like, nah, we gotta get rid of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, That's some killed. hardcore shit right there. Well, whatever they ran across, because we'll never know, yeah. was probably not just like a small drug operation going on. No, no. That's going to be some bigger time shiznit right there. What if it was like they were out there like... Because I remember they were even talking that about that on some Ministries, talking about uh, drugs. Because they found some walkie-talkies and some other kind of paraphernalia that they're like, this is exactly what drug runners used to signal where to drop the load at. You turn this walkie-talkie on, it puts on a frequency, and as that plane flies over, it knows where to drop. I got you. And they said they found that in a tree. So maybe this was going down, and these kids were up here like, whoa, what is this? This is crazy. And then the other people come up and are like... To get it. Yeah. And they're like, dude, we had to take them out. And then it could have been trying to clean it up. It might not have been like... Hey, man, you need to kill them kids. All right, listen, I know uh, this may sound fucked up and shit, but... Kill them. You're probably going to have to kill them two kids over there. Yeah, I think they were killed, and then then it was up to them to clean up what happened. Right. Oh, they fell asleep on the railroad tracks. Yep, because I remember the the Unsolved Mysteries going, that's some weird, crazy shit. I can't believe they're not investigating that. That's what the... Unsolved Mystery Guy said? Yeah, that was back in like 88 or 89. This is some weird, crazy shit. Yes, Robert Stack. I don't know why they're not investigating that shit. <laughs> You're like, damn! 
Robert. <laughs> it really pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, he died like not that long after that. Not uh, well, unfortunately, it is the worst time of the show that comes to the end of the show. I'm giving Dog it the middle finger right now. I know. But uh, I've had a great time. I hope you had a great time. You got any shout outs for us tonight? Anybody out there? No. I'm sorry, folks. I try so hard and it just sounds stupid, so I don't even put it out there. Well, I want, I want to say I told you earlier I ran into old McCorkle today and it was good seeing him. I hadn't seen him in years. And I told him that we had a show and that he's been listening. So if you're hearing about it, it was good to see you today. We, we need to hang out soon again. But uh, I got to always give a shout out to Dirty Dog Organics. Mm-hmm. The cash is down there. They do us so good. We appreciate it. I can't wait to go up there and, and do the cooking. Oh, man. I'm excited. We all get hammered. I, <laughs> I like to picture my Jesus singing lead uh, vocal for Leonard Skinner. Yeah, and me what... in the front row, just hammered drunk. Oh. <laughs> I love that. It's one of the greatest movie lines. Yeah. I've, uh, but Dirty Dog Organics over there in in Leesburg. If you have not liked them on Facebook, please like them on Facebook. Check <laughs> them out. If you don't like them, love them. <laughs> That's right. If they had a love button on Facebook, hit the love. Yeah. And Charlie's Plumbing, selling teeth, plugging holes, doing it all. So, any shout outs, brother? I'm sorry, I have failed again. I want to give a shout out to Angelotti's Pizza, taking it back. I do have my Angelotti shirt on. And you can see how right he is, man. It's almost see. I love it. It's getting there. It is comfortable as all good. I, I miss it. Uh, man, I used to always, I'd order up there. Combination. Oh, that's whole, a good one. Hot. Hot. Oil and vinegar. Oil and vinegar. Oh, wow. Add oil and vinegar. Wow. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's, that's one I ate a lot of times when I was working, too. And I don't know about the oil and vinegar part. I tried it a few oh, yeah. times, but it made it too, a little too soggy for Light me. Light oil and vinegar. Toasted. And, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I love it, toasted. I always get to toast that, get the meatball sub. Oh. Oh, hammer the meatball subs down, buddy. I lived off of Angelotti's for probably two years when I worked there. You ate Italian every Because I ate that, because you could do so much, quote unquote, with that, with those big ZDs and the meatballs and the crackers. I was crumbling up crackers in there. I was pounding so much food <laughs> back in the day. My metabolism was going like eight crazy on that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you. Well, all right. We appreciate everybody listening, and uh, tell your friends to listen. You know, we're trying to grow this thing from from two people to maybe six, and maybe even have a meetup one day. Yeah. I'm thinking we, you know, maybe we ought throw, to throw out some subjects. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. 